Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Well, alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are here, we are back, we're at full strength, it's the morning after with Nick and Big J, welcome to what we like to call around here a traditional week, Big J. Traditional? Yeah. There's no holidays, there's no short weekends, it's just a regular week before we get into full-on holiday blitz time, you understand? Yeah. Where vacations come into play, kids get off of school for Christmas break. All sorts of stuff, but I'm sure today is a day that's hard for a lot of parents around the Treasure Valley because sometimes getting the kids back into school mode after a week off is difficult at best. So, uh, thoughts and prayers, Big J? Yeah, throw that yeah. Out? I mean, well, a regular adult, too, who wants to do it. Sure. No, I get it. Absolutely. Getting, getting back at the, uh, the, the, the routine after four days off is a difficult task. Bright-eyed and wide awake at 2 a.m., Nick. You know what? Funny thing, I was the exact same yeah. at around 3.15 this morning. And I was like, this is not how this is supposed to go. <laughs> and the other thing that really pissed me off was even during the weekend, I couldn't sleep in past 6.30, which is never no. something I can pull off. God. It was just like I was up and ready to go. And I was like, uh, technically I slept in, but I was like, this is not how this is supposed to go. No. It's supposed to be unconscious until like 11. That's how that's supposed to go. But it didn't work out. How was your Thanksgiving, Big J? I was. It was good. I mean, it was. It was. It was great to spend time with family. I uh, had some fun. It was filled with some bad news too. Uh, my aunt lost her battle with Alzheimer's on Thanksgiving Day. I'm sorry, man. That's all right. I mean, it just uh, found out the day after, though. Um, so thanks for, to them for sparing the rest of us, I guess. Uh, so, you know, just continues to reignite my desire to, to keep working to find a cure for Alzheimer's and doing what I can to that part. But other than that, it was good. I, we got Christmas lights up. Kyle All right. put up Christmas lights. Nice. You didn't have to do anything? That's no, awesome. I, went, I went and bought some Christmas lights to oh, help out. Oh, you needed a new, uh, new, some new, new pair? Yes. It was some nice, uh, crisp, new, white Christmas lights. Oh, okay. And then his brother, Bryce, brought over a ginormous Christmas tree yesterday. Where did this that, one come from? It comes. I, I think it comes off of their parents' land, which okay. is from Horseshoe Bend. And it's a huge tree. I'm like, that thing's not going to fit in. It barely fit. They had to trim a bunch of stuff off of it. So we got a live tree, baby. Will it last the month? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about live trees. You take care of them. Right. Well, that was always my concern. Is the, I mean, even if you take care of them, I thought like the life span of a live tree, maybe it's things have changed since I was a kid because I, I haven't had a live tree since I really was a small well, child. Well, you water it. Well, no, of fine. course you water it. But I mean, still like three weeks was the most we could get out of it before it ended up going, you know, time to take this thing out to the garbage or just shedding everywhere but of course uh yes things may have progressed in the way things work and you're able to keep a tree alive that's been truncated 
for more than a month. So it was a busy uh, few days. Sounds like it, my man. Well, it's going to be busy this morning around these parts as well because we got a ton of contests. We got a ton of things that we need to do, a ton of things that we're looking to get people qualified for. Uh, today, we are beginning something called the Axes of Xmas. It's going to start basically in like 20 minutes. So we're going to give you all the details about how this is going to work. We're going to get our first qualifier for something that we do around these parts with some really cool guitars and all the details are coming up on that. 7.30, we got to get somebody qualified for the UTV that we're giving away. So we're going to play a game called UTV. We've got Bad Impressions and, of course, Pop Culture Smackdown all on the list of things to do. That's not messing around, so that's pretty important. And, of course, we also have a Beard of Badass today. So, yes, it's going to be a busy Monday, to say the least. But we'll play some music as well. Going to start things off with some Nine Inch Nails. It's closer here on The Morning After on The X. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, I know what a lot of people are doing tonight, and I may add you to the list. It depends on what your plans are. What are you up to this evening? Monday Night Football. You're really going to watch the Pittsburgh Steelers and Indianapolis Colts? Yeah. For a little bit, anyway. Did you lose a bet? The public no. is invited to intend the lighting of the Idaho Capitol Christmas tree tonight, dude. Wow. Yeah, it's going to start around 5.30 this evening, and the Army Band's going to be there. There's going to be some cookies provided. Ooh. Santa Claus and the elves will be there for some photos for the kids and families. And then the tree lighting is going to begin at 6 p.m. with the governor and the first lady as well going to be there. The tree is expected to be lit around 7 o'clock tonight. And then you can check out the ceremonial office and the Capitol gift shop, of course, Big J. So you can spend your hard-earned money saying, I was at the tree lighting in 2022. And then hopefully, God willing, in the seasonal rise, this thing stays upright this year. Because our trees downtown have had a rough history the last couple of years, Big J. Lots of things falling down or missing or getting damaged or something going awry. So here's hoping that this year everything goes as planned and nothing catastrophic happens. Agree or disagree? Yeah, agree. Uh, But it's happening tonight. It is free to the public. Again, it starts around 530 ceremony-wise, but that tree gets lit up around 7 o'clock tonight. So if you want to bring the family out, bundle up, and enjoy yourself the Capitol Christmas lighting tonight. Big J, uh, I'm not sure what this is going to mean, but it was an interesting Sunday for Odell Beckham Jr. Of course, this is the week he's got meetings set up with the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants, and possibly the Buffalo Bills to make a decision. But things got weird yesterday as Odell Beckham Jr. had to be removed from a flight that was headed from Miami to Los Angeles after he would not comply with flight attendants' instructions, and they said he was fading in and out of consciousness at 9.30 a.m. on a Sunday. So they got concerned as the passenger was not, you know, paying attention. He could not be woken up. He wouldn't have his feet seatbelt fastened, and they could not wake him up. So they weren't sure if he was having a medical emergency or what. And then at some point, Beckham became conscious and then got belligerent. And so they had to literally remove everybody from the plane because they thought he was seriously ill or he was out of it or something. And then, uh, I guess, apparently, some air marshals or police officers came on the plane and then told him he needed to get off, and then he did. And that's kind of where the story ends, which is interesting. I'm not sure what that means, like, I mean, where they thought he was okay, and that's fine. But I'm I'm guessing that if any of us were in that situation, Big J, we would probably be detained. Agree or disagree? If, like they had to, they had to escort everybody who was on the boarded plane off the plane because we weren't following directions. And then they had to send somebody on there, usually law enforcement, to get your ass off the plane. That's ending with somebody in handcuffs. But not Odell Beckham Jr. He was able to go free. 
and uh, and his uh, his people are saying it was an overreaction. So uh, I'm not sure what that means or what goes on, but uh, I'm sure at some point things got awry yesterday. And we'll see if that affect. I mean, I know, I know better than to think it's going to affect him getting signed someplace. But I just wonder what his morning cocktail consisted of, I guess. If, or it was a late night. I mean, Sunday morning. Right, right. Odell Not Beckham good. Jr. life. Yes. I mean, he may have been super hungover. That is, that, that could be accurate. But it was a rough day, and we'll see what ends up happening elsewhere. In the NFL yesterday, there were some good football games. Uh, a lot of them low scoring again. That tends to be the case. But a couple of two-point conversions that led teams to victories late, including the Jacksonville Jaguars over the Baltimore Ravens and the Los Angeles Chargers over the Arizona Cardinals, both executing and uh, coming through with two-point conversions instead of going for the tie late in the game and getting the victory over the teams that they were trailing heading into the fourth quarter. So that was pretty impressive. Raiders win in overtime over the Seahawks 40-34. to It was an entertaining Sunday night football game last night as the Eagles defeated the Packers 40-33. to Those were the high-scoring ones. 49ers got the first shutout I can remember in the NFL in a very long time. Shutouts just don't happen anymore. 13 to nothing over the Saints. And then, as previously mentioned, we have Pittsburgh and Indy tonight on Monday Night Football. Black Panther continues to dominate at the box office. Another $64 million for the third weekend in a row for uh, the Wakanda Forever, which probably surprises nobody. Disney also came in second with $18.6 million for their animated comedy Strange World and then the limited release of Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery that of course is going to fall on Netflix next week. Uh, that came out with $13.3 million over the holiday weekend. Good enough for number three. Devotion for May and you coming in at number five as people enjoyed some movies uh, Thanksgiving weekend at the movies, for at least a few of us anyway. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your important stuff. That is Blink-182. That song is called Edging here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And it's time to inform people about the axes of Xmas, Big J. We have pretty much come together with some pretty cool autographed guitars. Agree or disagree? Yeah, man, totally. Very Over the nice. last uh, several months, we have collected these and rattle off some of the uh, autograph guitars. Some of them we were have. very laborious to get the autographs. Let me tell you, <laughs> You're very, okay? Very accurate in this. Uh, let's see. I, I think the nicest one and the coolest one is the ghost guitar. So we've got an autographed ghost guitar. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Pretty Reckless. We've got Papa Roach, uh, which has been all over the world. Pretty yes, much. that was the hard one to track down. It was supposed to happen at X-Fest, and then things got turned around, and so it had to be shipped all over the country in order to make it Yeah, uh, we've got I Prevail, and um, let's see, there's uh, there's a couple others in there, including, I think... Shinedown, Shinedown. Aaron Jones, uh, and of course, we're going to get a Five Finger Death Punch autograph right. guitar coming up here in that a couple That guitar weeks. is badass as well. It's a blank, but uh, it's going to get autographed live. And the Shinedown guitar is awesome, too, because it's a Zach Meyer signature guitar, PRS, which is yeah. also pretty awesome. So here's the cool part about it. We have a bunch of these that you can choose from. We're going to throw the uh, the photos up on the social media so you can check them all out if you would like to. And then we are going to, every Friday in the month of December, give somebody a chance to pick out the autographed guitar of their choosing. There are five Fridays in December, and so we're going to give away five of these guitars, and it's entirely up to you, the winner, which guitar you get. 
And of course, we also want to get you qualified for that. And the cool part is, once you're qualified, no matter when it happens, you're in for the entire run of this particular contest. So all you have to do is get qualified once and your name is in the grand prize drawing that's going to happen every single week. So you don't have to, you know, get qualified 150 times. You can only qualify once, etc., etc. But we are going to do it weekdays at 6.30 in the morning, 11.30 and 4.30. And we're playing a little game called Christmas Movie Catastrophe to qualify for the Axis of Xmas. This is pretty simple. There's a lot of really interesting and questionable holiday movies out there across multiple platforms. Hallmark, of course, the biggest offender, but Netflix has gotten into the game. Peacock has gotten into the game. Hell, the Food Network has gotten into the game of Christmas movies that they know are terrible, but they know you're also going to watch anyway. And some of these are, well, a lot of these are a play on words. And so we're going to give you the title of a holiday movie, and you have to tell us if that's a real holiday movie or a holiday movie that we completely made up. And if you are correct and accurate, you will get qualified. So not everybody will qualify. But uh, if you get it right, you will, and you'll have three times every single weekday to try to get yourself qualified for the X's of Xmas by playing the Christmas movie Catastrophe. Have I made it clear, Big J? Yes, Does totally clear. Does it seem like everybody's on the same page? Well, I know I am. Should we actually start this off with an, uh, with an actual contest right now? Yeah. Let's go. Let's play the Christmas Movie Catastrophe to qualify for the Axes of Xmas on 100.3. The X rocks. Which means we need a contestant at 208-287-1003 to play the game. Big J is going to give you the title of a holiday movie that could be an actual one or one that is completely made up. And you have to guess if it's true or false. It's essentially a 50-50 chance to become successful. And I think some of these probably should find their way into uh, streaming dumbass. <laughs> oh, you want to watch terrible yeah. Christmas movies? Yes. All right. Uh, well, we'll make it happen beginning tomorrow. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Adam. All right, Adam. Big J is going to give you the title and description of a holiday movie, and you have to tell us if that's a real holiday movie or one that we made up, okay? All right. The title is called A Canker Sore Christmas. Angie has finally met the man of her dreams just in time for Christmas, but she keeps getting open sores around her mouth. Can she convince her dream man that herpes is more common than people know? Starring Jody Sweeten and Carl Anderson. Is that a real holiday movie that you could find on a streaming service, or is that one we made up, Adam? You know, I hate Christmas movies, but I'm going to go with that's one you guys made up. Big J, is a canker sore Christmas a real movie? Thank God it isn't a real movie. That is correct. It is fake. Good job, Adam. That's how this stuff works. You are officially qualified for the Axes of Xmas, and that's how this is going to work at 1130 today and at uh, 430 today as well, although with different titles of different movies that may be real. But would you watch a canker sore Christmas? No. No, no, I don't think so. All right. Well, uh, just so you know. I would not choose to. I might be made forced to. (laughs) You wouldn't watch a movie that had open sores in the plot description? Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's how it works. More chances to qualify coming up today. We got your bearded badass next on the X-Rocks. By the Beardsmith on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And the Beardsmith, uh, you can get yourself a nice beard trim, even a haircut there. They have a, a great uh, location in Garden City and one in Caldwell. You can check out uh, how to get appointments for both of those locations at thebeardsmith.com. All right, uh, Nick, uh, one might speculate that today's Beard of Badass might have actually come out of the womb with a beard. Also, one would never dare to ask 
I know I wouldn't. I'm actually a bit terrified uh, to ask this person anything, something that is legitimate on record from a past Mayhem Fest. I'm talking about Carrie effing King guitarist and founding member of the band Slayer. Now, it was during his uh, high school years in L.A. that he learned to play the guitar, and it was after attending an audition for a band that he met Jeff Henneman. The two hit it off and founded the band Slayer. Now, King remained in Slayer from beginning to end, but there were plenty of opportunities for him to use his skills outside of the band. Dave Mustaine had famously asked King to join Megadeth, but he respectfully declined fully joining the band. However, he did play some live gigs with them for a brief period of time, and during the recording of Raining Blood, producer Rick Rubin, who was producing their record, and the Beastie Boys license to Ill, asked if he would throw in some guitar riffs on that project. No Sleep Till Brooklyn and Fight for Your Right uh, came uh, are just a couple of uh, songs from that album that feature King on guitar, which is pretty damn cool. And as for the temperament and basis for a lot of Slayer music, King is a well-known atheist and isn't shy about stating the fact he he feels religion is generally a crutch when asked in an interview with Revolver Magazine what his superpower would be. Quote, the ability to burst a church into flames by simply walking by it. Uh, oh yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Gary is also uh, a huge fan of snakes, and like most super successful musicians, has a side biz selling exotic snakes called Psychotic Exotics. Nick, he's <laughs> interested. One no. more thing: no matter what anyone tells you, he hates golf. <laughs> King is currently working on a new band, which some folks close to him say is crushing. The project should come to light here in 2023. Carrie King is a bearded badass. Big J, you should give that golf story some oh, background. Uh, what exactly I, happened? I don't remember what Mayhem Festa was, but Slayer was on the bill, and uh, you know I was tapped to do an interview with Carrie King. And I don't know, I'm not a huge Slayer fan. I mean, I don't mind Slayer, but I, I don't know a lot about Carrie King. And to be perfectly honest, there's not a lot of information out there about him. Okay, so uh, I asked somebody who I thought would know. Uh, one Jason Drew, Professor uh-huh. X. And he goes, oh, I've got a good friend here with me. He's a huge fan. Like, and without without skipping a beat, right? Like, it wasn't a planned thing. He just started talking to me about Kerry King. He goes, yeah, he lives on a golf course. He loves golf. And I'm like, okay, great. I can, you know, anchor some stuff to my interview on that. Uh, and then fast forward to when we're supposed to do the interview. And we had to start and stop that interview like three times and move because it was too noisy. Uh-huh. So by that time, end up inside of Slayer's, um, you know, their dressing room. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just kind of where I started out with the golf thing. And he looked at me deadpan and he's like, Yeah, I hate golf. And that just, yeah, this really, guy completely made up a story that yeah, Big J thought was it, real. And it he went to him. Threw my whole thing into just a tailspin. It was a disaster. And, but Kerry King is a super nice dude. Yes. Uh, and so it was, uh, that was, and I saw him a couple years later at Comic Con, which was, uh, which was fun. I ran into him out there. But uh, yeah, super nice dude. Can't wait to hear this new music. Do you think Slayer is done, or do you think they'll get back together at no, some I, point? No, I think Slayer's done. You do? Yeah. You don't think they'll... I, I think at some point we'll have a reunion kind of thing. I know the original drummer has unfortunately passed, but I still feel like there is... Well, Jeff Henneman is, is passed right. away. So I think there's something additional that is that is along for the ride that can make that thing happen. I don't know. Kerry King is one of those decisive kind of dudes, and once something, something's... Yeah, I thought so. that was more Tom's call than his. I think it was up to Kerry Slayer to still be making music, but... Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bearded badass, a rightful inductee into the Hall of Fame. Stop. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, welcome to Cyber Monday. 
Dun, dun, dun. Ready, set, shop. Basically, uh, it is the day that a bunch of people go online and buy things. Not that we didn't spend all weekend doing it, because according to reports, we certainly have. Uh, according to Adobe, uh, people spent a record $9.12 billion shopping online on Black Friday alone, Big J. That's up 2% over last year. That also beats the previous online Black Friday record of $9.03 billion spent back in the year 2020. When we were all like, I don't know what's happening. Where are we? But we have also found out that apparently today, uh, a lot of consumers plan on spending about $500 on average during this particular week of Cyber Monday. That is a 12% bump from last year. So... Apparently, you are going to partake in some sort of online shopping today, whether you know it or not, Big J. Did you purchase anything over the Black Friday weekend? Uh, I think, yeah, we bought a couple things here and there. Nothing too uh, extravagant. But you don't know what they were? No, I I, I, did, I personally didn't purchase anything. But I know knew- things were purchased. <laughs> the house was abuzz with their new purchases. Just nothing that you do happened. Uh, same thing here. I, I bought a couple of things as well and uh, didn't think I was going to, but then went ahead and did it anyway. And so, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to do anything today. I, I will look around. Used to however. be Cyber Monday was your jam. Man. It was, but then again, I, I'm ahead of the game this year. Keep that in mind. Yeah, I'm actually completed with all of my holiday shopping, so I have no more purchases that I have to make. So anything that I do will be one of those. This is a deal that I can't pass up. A la what I ended up buying on Black Friday. None of it huge either, but it was like this is too good to not take advantage. Yeah, there's pl- there's a lot of those deals. Yes, and so that's what ended up happening, and probably will happen again today for Cyber Monday. So if the internet is lagging, now you know why. Interesting things happened in college football over the weekend, not just in the wins and losses side of things. Of course, Ohio State losing to Michigan was a pretty big deal. A lot yeah, of top five horseshoe, teams. Man. Yeah, a lot of top five teams lost, but also a pretty interesting thing happened in college football, which rarely happens, and that is a team was able to hire a coach from another team really pretty much before one season's ended and the, right before, right after the other one did. Wisconsin ended up hiring Luke Fickle, who has been the head coach for the highly ranked Bearcats team in Cincinnati for the last several years. And uh, they went ahead and scooped him up yesterday, which was a pretty incredible state of affairs considering they've already fired one head coach this year in Paul Christ, who was shown the door because he wasn't recruiting. And then Jim Leonard, who I absolutely adore and has been the defensive coordinator for Wisconsin for a very long time did not get a whole lot of results out of the team that they were hoping for in his interim kind of world and though there are a lot of Badgers fans that that you know wanted Jim Leonard to be the head coach there were some concerns there that I had as well about being able to recruit because he has been part of that regime that has not been recruiting the last couple of years um not that that's I don't think it was his responsibility per se as defensive coordinator but it kind of is one of those deals where it's like, hey, man, if you're part of the previous thing. So I'm hoping he sticks around or maybe even the Green Bay Packers will hire him as the defensive coordinator because they need a new one. But uh, they decided to go with Luke Fickle from the Bearcats. And, of course, they just ramped up their season, uh, ranked in the top 25. But they fell to Tulane earlier in the week as well. But they had a 9-2 and two season in Cincinnati this year. It headed to a bowl game. So are the Badgers at 6-6. Six and six. But uh, Luke's got a lot of recruiting and a lot of work to do to turn that program around, which has been one of the winningest winningest in the last two decades in college football, but has had a rough couple of years because they just can't seem to do anything on offense, Big J. 
Defense has been great for years in Wisconsin. It's just in the offensive line, running game, usually pretty good as well. Yeah. But for some reason, they haven't been able to translate that to any kind of air passing attack at all. We'll see if Luke can do things around. But I'm, I'm okay with the hire. I hope Jim Leonard sticks around in some capacity, though, because I am a fan of his work. We got a Monday Night Football game tonight. It is Indianapolis against Pittsburgh. The Colts favored by two and a half going into this game. And they are, of course, one and one under their interim coach, Jeff Saturday, themselves. Big J, The Rock, has taken to Twitter to basically let people know that he once again was saving Warner Brothers from himself. I don't think this is a spoiler at this point, but if it is, too bad. Uh, But apparently it was all uh, The Rock's doing to get Henry Cavill back as Superman, which he pops up in the Black Adam movie. Uh, He says that it was years in the making, and that was one of his basic, you know, kind of contentions to making the film. He's like, yes, but this will have to lead to a Superman-Black Adam battle, and I want my Superman to be Henry Cavill. And Warner Brothers was saying, hey, we're listening, we're trying to move on from this particular thing. And Dwayne was saying, hey, you're idiots. Make give me Henry Cavill or I walk, and that's what ended up happening. And of course, uh, James Gunn all on board with Henry Cavill coming back as Superman. So yeah. thank goodness those people that were in power, Warner Brothers, no longer are because it's very clear that they could not see anything through the fog that they have created for themselves. So good job to Dwayne the Rock Johnson for putting up a fight because that's the way it was probably had to go. Yeah, and the reason is really dumb. Correct. So. Correct. It was very, very dumb uh, that they didn't want to do it. But that's that's the Warner Brothers of old. They make a lot of yeah. really stupid decisions. And hopefully uh, James Gunn is able to auger that thing around and point it in the right direction. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 7 o'clock hour. That's Godsmack. That is Keep Away here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, listen, we're a couple weeks away from giving away this brand new CF Moto side-by-side UTV, courtesy of Birds of Prey Motorsports as well as Volkswagen of Boise. And if you would like to win it, sting well over $10,000, well, you got to get qualified for it. And you can do so right now by peeing caller X at 208-287-1003 and playing a little game called UTV. Lots of words in the English language. Fewer so that begin with the letters U, T, or V. I've got a series of clues that I certainly hope will point you in the right direction of the answer. And if you can figure it out, we are going to officially put you on that qualified list to be in the running to win that brand new CF Moto side-by-side that is beautiful. It's being told all over the Treasure Valley, courtesy of Volkswagen of Boise. It looks good. You would look good on top of it. Somebody look good right next to you in the actual you know, seat and see if we can make it happen. <laughs> are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get ourselves a particular contestant go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Michael. All right, Michael. I've got some clues that's going to point you in the direction of a word that begins with either a U, a T, or a V, and you got to guess what that is. Are you ready? I am ready. Clue number one. This word is also the name of a very popular Pixar movie. Um, next clue, please. Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence starred in a Netflix movie called Don't Look Blank. Is it up? It is up. Well done. Good job. Yeah. Didn't even need the third clue. Michael, you are officially qualified for our awesome. CFO side-by-side UTV. Congratulations. Hang on one second, man. Uh, we will hook you up with the information that you need for that. And clue number three, just to be fair, was this U-word is the opposite of down. So hopefully <laughs> that would have pointed you definitely so. in yeah, the I right direction. So. 
But uh, up was the word we're looking for. And if you are looking to qualify for the CF Moto uh, UTV, you can do so again at 5.30 this afternoon. Adam going to play UTV as well and hopefully get somebody else qualified a little bit later on today. We are going to come back and we are going to have a We're Going to Hell story that's going to make you proud. It's coming up next on the X Rocks. Oh man, we're going to hell. Rotten hell, you worthless maggot. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to Tulsa, Oklahoma for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Oh man. It may be familiar to you because it's the setting of the new Sylvester Stallone TV series. Tulsa, Tulsa King. King. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's about as far as Sylvester Stallone goes into today's story. But... It revolves around Thanksgiving, which, of course, may mean for some people family. You know, understand getting together with people and enjoying each other's company and being around those that you love and care for around the holidays. Of course, that can also lead to tension, Big J. Not all families get along. It's part of family, I think. And uh, sometimes there are traditions that people like less than others, and sometimes it's just a tradition, so you do it. Apparently for this particular family, the Armstrongs, Big J, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, they decided to do their yearly tradition of getting everybody around the actual dinner table, and then, after dinner's over, playing a nice, friendly game of Monopoly, Big J. But anybody who's ever played a game of Monopoly will tell you, this can go sour, and it can go sour quick. (laughs) And the reason why... We have a Monopoly family game on Thanksgiving during We're Going to Hell is because it went sour and it went sour quick. Uh, John Armstrong is the uh, youngest son of the family. He is 19 years old and he was playing Monopoly with his mother, his stepfather, his stepsister and himself. So four people hanging around playing Monopoly, having a good time. And then it turned violent, Big J, because... Uh, Armstrong and his stepfather got into an argument because uh, his stepfather decided to put a couple of hotels on a property that John kept landing on. And it really pissed him off that he couldn't quite shake this particular property. And every time he went around yeah. the board, he landed on it. And before you know it, he was broke, Big J. Yeah, once you get on, they got a couple of hotels on there, man. Forget about it. Yeah. I mean, the idea is to essentially bankrupt your fellow players. And so he was playing the game like he was supposed to, but he was very upset for for the third time around the board. He landed on the property, which essentially had him removed from the game. But that's not how John Armstrong's going out. You understand? No. So apparently uh, Armstrong then got upset and uh, flipped the board over uh, on the kitchen table. (laughs) Yeah. Then next thing you know, he's tossing furniture around the house, right? And then they're like, John, take this bleep outside. And so he goes outside and he's still running and yelling about how ridiculous the game of Monopoly is and how stupid it is that they all play together. And uh, he couldn't believe that he was the first one out again, etc., etc. And that's when Armstrong apparently uh, decided to chase his stepfather and his stepsister down the street while pointing a gun at them because he was upset about the way that the Monopoly game played out. He allegedly fired one shot into the ground, and that is when somebody called police. Police showed up. John Armstrong was arrested and charged with assault with a deadly weapon, all because he was upset that he didn't win Monopoly. Everybody, take it down a notch. Yeah, that's that's what we call a mental break. I mean, yes, that's probably where there's a lot of stuff going on, and you landing on Illinois Avenue or whatever the hell for the third time in three turns is that's what puts you over the edge, then yeah, you probably got some issues you gotta deal with. Because nobody should take Monopoly that seriously. But have you ever been a part of a Monopoly freakout, Big J? Freak no, no, not not like that. I no. have. I oh have. really? I have been a part of a Monopoly freakout. 
I, uh, it's one of my favorite stories that my best friend and I share all the time. It was my, you know these people, it was my buddy Brian, myself, Jason, and uh, his then uh, girlfriend. And uh, Brian got very upset that nobody was training with them <laughs> and started name calling. And uh, we all went, I think that's the end of the Monopoly game. This is no longer fun. Somebody's taking this a little too seriously. And so when things get taken too seriously, we pull out some lines from the Monopoly freakout. And that's when it, everything is like a grounding measure now. So, uh, mm, but it was very uncomfortable and very weird. And true story, I have not played Monopoly since that day. And that was probably was your fault. Twenty years ago, absolutely not. No, no, it was not. It was it was a problem between the two people in a relationship at the time. And the, the, the quote "That's a bitch move" was was named during the Monopoly thing. And then we're like, <laughs> we're calling each other names during Monopoly. We need to stop. We need to stop playing this game. Uh, but that's the kind of evil that Monopoly brings on people. Big yeah, you know. you're right. That's why you only play the Metallica version, where it's nothing but kindness. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Coming up, some important stuff. Plus, we got your pop culture smackdown. That is Rise Against. That is Savior here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Not often that we get surprised, Big J, but that happened this morning, didn't it? Yeah, like uh, like just a few minutes ago. And uh, it's the kind of surprise where we heard some rumblings that maybe something might be happening, but we weren't exactly sure. And then those rumors were uh, vehemently denied, which almost is uh, certain that it's going to actually happen. And what ended up in our inbox today, Big J? Generally not. Usually they don't lie to me. Uh, Brand new Metallica. Yeah, a brand new song revolving around a brand new album. Give us the details for the album first, Big J. Uh, yeah, the new album is going to be called 72 Seasons. It's a 12th studio album, and uh, it will be coming out uh, April 14th. That's uh, that's set. They also announced a brand new world tour that's going to kick off uh, in 2023 and 2024 with Pantera and Mammoth and Five Finger Death Punch and Ice Nine Kills. As close as that's going to get is Seattle in 2024. But no, that new Metallica is coming, and it all leads with a world premiere of their brand new song called what, Big J? Lux Eterna. Enjoy the brand new Metallica song. We're hearing it together for the first time. It's on the X. Important stuff. What's going on in the news today? The Morning After with Nick and Big J. How about that for new Metallica, Big J? Damn! You into it? Yeah! Bringing back some old cool school sound. I like that very much. You'll be hearing that all day long on the X. That I can pretty much guarantee Big J, you're talking about it all the time. I'm talking about it all the time. We're talking about splashback urinals. It's awful. When you go to the bathroom, Big J, next thing you know, you're covered in your own pee. It happens to the best of us. And the University of Waterloo has uh, designed a what they're calling a splash-free urinal, Big J, that promises to eliminate any and all urine splashback, regardless of where the user aims, which is pretty impressive. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the design debuted at the American Physical Society's annual meeting of fluid dynamics. Get it? And uh, basically what happens is a special narrow opening and curved inner surface that basically prevents droplets from flying out no matter what the angle. And the team that designed it wrote that the new urinal design will keep bathrooms cleaner and reduce the labor, water, and chemicals required for periodic cleaning to promote more sustainable bathroom maintenance. So far, it's unclear if the team plans to patent their design, how much it might cost. That could be a certain price point problem as well, but apparently they solved the problem. And I'll go on record, we need one in these offices. 
Have you ever seen the uh, the stall wall next to the urinal in the men's bathroom up here? Yeah. It's gross. It's gross and it's disgusting, and uh, and it it makes my stomach turn almost every time I see it. Because it, it points out to me, number one, how gross the people that work here are. Number two, the fact that it's gone that long without being cleaned. And number three, the fact that it's never going to change. So, I don't expect us to get them here, but uh, I, I certainly know some people that could use the splash-free urinals, this place being one of them. Big J, your favorite game of the weekend when it comes to NFL Go. Well, the Niners game. It was fun to watch. Yeah. 13 to nothing, the final score. Big J's Niners shut out the New Orleans Saints. Uh, there were some exciting games to be a part of and watch yesterday. The Ravens-Jaguars game was a lot of fun. Jacksonville came back and won thanks to a two-point conversion late in the game. Same thing happened with the Los Angeles Chargers over there. The Cardinals winning 25-24 thanks to a late two-point conversion. But the Jets offense looked amazing without Zach Wilson in the lineup, which is pretty sad for him as they beat the Chicago Bears 31-10 in a rout. The Miami Dolphins sat all their starters at halftime essentially and beat the Houston Texans 30 to 15. The Bengals over the Titans by 4. The Buccaneers fell in overtime to the Cleveland Browns. Another overtime game was played between the Raiders and the Seahawks and the Raiders came out on top thanks to Josh Jacobs basically being immortal and the Chiefs beat the Rams last night as well with a wide receiver at quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. On top of that, you had the Eagles over the Packers on Sunday night football. Tonight we have Philadelphia, excuse me not Philadelphia, we have Pittsburgh and we have Indianapolis facing off each other uh, for Monday Night Football. Big J, we could have a Zorro reboot. Are you on board? Sure, man. Antonio Banderas is, and he apparently is giving the green light to Tom Holland as the next Zorro. Uh, And I'm not sure if that means that it's happening or if that was just Antonio Banderas saying that's who he would pick. I think that that was... Like, that's who he would pick. Yeah, okay, because they worked together in Uncharted, and he thought that he saw some stuff together that that would make him a very good Zorro and that he's got the spark. I would be shocked, number one, if they did it. Shocked, number two, that if they went with somebody like Tom Holland to pull that off. I just don't see it happening. But uh, I never saw any of the Antonio Banderas Zorro movies. Am I missing out? Are they yeah, great? yeah, they're fun, man. Uh, wh- who's the big bad in Zorro movies? Oh, I don't know. It's been a while. I see. So uh, you haven't revisited them. What, they came out in the 90s, right? If I'm remembering right? Was it the yeah, late 90s? 2000s. Maybe early 2000s. But uh, they made, what, two or three of them? I think just two. Okay. Uh, but uh, then they kind of stopped. But we'll see if they decide to reboot it up with uh, Antonio Banderas involved or not. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> Culture Smackdown on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And the very funny Bill Burr is going to be coming to the Fort Idaho Center Arena next Thursday. And we will set you up with some free tickets to that show if you can beat me at Pop Culture Smackdown. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. If you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown for these Bill Burr tickets... Maybe it'll make a nice Christmas present. Maybe you keep it for themselves and have some good laughs and fun. Maybe you just do it because you want to chalk up Big J a defeat as uh, off your list of things to do today. Either way, now will be the time to get on the phone. Big J, are you ready to play? Yeah. We will see. To the phones we go. Hello, the X. How's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Name's Curtis. All right, Curtis. You're up first. Curtis, John Stewart used to host what Comedy Central news show? At the Daily Show. That is correct. Right. 
Big J, Stewart is actually a misspelled version of John Stewart's middle name. What's his actual last name? I've got multiple choices. Oh, thank God. Is it Sprague? Is it Leibowitz? Or is it Pedicini? I'm going to go with the, the middle one. I don't remember which order I read them in, so I'm going to need a little Great. bit more than that. Still a winky. Still, Still a, a Whitlitz. Still a... Mm-hmm. Read the names again. Sprague, Pedicini, Leibowitz. Again, I don't remember Leibowitz. What Leibowitz is correct. Good right. Job. Curtis, back to you. Uh, John Stewart proposed to his wife using what prop? Did he do so with skywriting on the Yankee Stadium scoreboard, or did he come up with a crossword puzzle because that's her favorite thing in the world to do? Let's go with... Uh, Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium. That is incorrect. A solid guess, Curtis. It's fair that you don't know the love life of John Stewart altogether, which is why I threw in multiple choices there. Hello, the X. <laughs> Hi. Good morning. Good morning. John Stewart proposed to his wife using what prop? Was it skywriting, the Yankee Stadium cro- scoreboard, or a cross- crossword puzzle? Because that's his wife's favorite thing to do. Uh, crossword puzzle? That is puzzle? correct. Right. He made a crossword puzzle up just for her. Big J, John Stewart had his very first major movie role in what Steve Martin film? Let's go with The Jerk. The Jerk. No. Wrong. A little bit before John Stewart's prime, The uh, the Jerk was. Uh, Father of the Bride, Mixed Nuts, or Three Amigos? Well, I don't remember him in Three Amigos. So Father of the Bride. Mixed nuts. Mixed nuts. Right. With Adam Sandler as well, who we worked with later on, so that's where they met each other as well. Mixed nuts is the right answer, and that means you are the winner. Well done. What's your name, ma'am? Chloe. Chloe, you are going to go check out Bill Burr on the 8th of December. Please hold on tight. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're good to go. Today's John Stewart's birthday, which is why it all came around him, sir. He's 60 years old today. Happy birthday, John. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will do some headlines next in the X Rocks. <laughs> And the headlines go like this, Big J. How fun. Drink it up. And oh, okay. Drink it up. Who knew reptiles like beer, Big J? But the Brisbane North Snake Catchers and Relocation Project out of Australia shared a video to Facebook that shows rescuers responding to a report of a snake trapped inside of a beer can in Brighton, Queensland. The venomous red-bellied black snake's head was stuck inside of a can of Victoria Bitter Beer. So rescuers had, rescuers had to use some tools to cut through the can and save the snake and found that you know why the snake was in there? There was a dead frog inside. That's good. I'm drawing a snake every time, man. And that's why the beer's bitter. It's believed that the snake was trapped inside for a couple of days, and that's what caused him to get in there. But thankfully, the snake's going to be okay. Not a lot of damage done. So don't worry, Big J. There's still another venomous snake roaming around Australia ready to strike. I mean, thank God they preserved it. Saved its life. How fun? Yeah. Or oh, okay. How fun? This is not how most people would want to spend their birthday party, but 14 celebrating a birthday were riding the Crazy Dane Coaster at Scandia Fun Center in North Highlands, California, which is just outside Sacramento, when the roller coaster stalled mid-ride. That left them trapped 65 feet in the air. That's never a good place to be. The Sacramento Metropolitan Fire Department had to respond to the scene and used an extendable aerial ladder to rescue the teens from an upper track, which probably, listen, I guarantee you that's more scary than it sounds, right? If it's just a regular ladder to get you off of a stuck 
roller coaster, you're freaked out. And oh, by the way, they were about three stories up. Not exactly clear what caused the sudden stop on the roller coaster. That's always good as well. One of the riders say, quote, I do not recommend being stuck in the air. It was a bad experience. The park reportedly apologized to the teens and say, hey, listen, how about you get some free slushies instead? You tell them to go right to hell, right? Yeah, free slushies. I'm getting more than that, pal. I'll see you in court. <laughs> yeah, and I'm never riding a roller coaster again. Thanks. Wrap it up with, oh, okay. Let me tell you something, Big J. Uh, don't be weird and let creepy dolls into your home. It's a weird collection huh? to have. But Lee and Cindy Steer live in Yorkshire, England. And they run the Museum of Haunted Objects out of their home, which probably, I'm sure, is a wonderful place to live and visit. Their museum houses an identical copy of the notoriously evil ragdoll from the uh, U.S. film that inspired The Conjuring and Annabelle. You know what we're talking about? Yeah. The thing that looks like that creepy doll with the pigtails? Yep. Well, they came upon a doll that looks exactly like it, and they claim that their Annabelle, Annabelle doll was caught on camera flipping off their Ouija board table. They also believe the doll nearly caused them to get into a car accident when they were bringing it home and has brought a mystery illness upon them that has caused Lindsay to be hospitalized for at least a week. Now, the doll is said to be made in the same factory as the one that inspired the horror movies, and it was gifted to the couple back in October of 2019. But despite all this stuff, even though they believe this doll is haunted, Big J, they're going to keep the doll in the museum so people can still pay to see it. So you think maybe all this stuff is made up so people play to see a haunted doll? I don't know. Sounds like probably. But they also say that if this doll keeps getting violent, then they're going to get help from a demonologist, which I'm sure is going to help everything. And it will solve all their problems and demons be gone and exercise the doll. But then it no longer belongs in the Museum of Haunted Objects, right? Yeah, uh, yeah you're right, because then it's de-haunted. be bad for business, so think about it. Sounds like a fourth wall conjuring movie. Ready to be done. I think that's the next one. Should we get Patrick Wilson back on the horn? Please. Talk it up. Morning after with Nick and Big J. He won't return our calls. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. That is Megadeth. That is Symphony of Destruction here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we're going to talk about one of the things that definitely triggers my anxiety. Traveling with children, Big J. Not easy to do no matter when you do it. And people often are pissed at you no matter what, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, recently, a family is uh, receiving a bunch of backlash because, uh, according to Yahoo News, uh, uh, there was a uh, some parents on a flight. And they were just letting their kid, a toddler, run around up and down the airplane. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, a public has kind of freaked out about that because, uh, the kid was, uh, causing a ruckus and I'm like, man, that would suck. A, you're the parents of that. And, uh, that would be difficult, but also uncomfortable to be on that flight and to have a little kid running around. I wouldn't care as long as the kid was happy. I really wouldn't. It would not bother me because the alternative to that is that kid screaming because he can't move around and get out the energy he's looking to expel. Uh, but that's that's my side of it. You know, as somebody that had ridiculous amounts of anxiety traveling with my children for many different reasons, mostly because you don't want to be that parent. Nobody does. 
But at some point, if you have traveled with your kid on an airplane, you are that parent with the kid that's not happy and doesn't want to be on that plane or whatever. And uh, there are situations that make that that whole issue worse. And that is why I used to, and maybe still do, despise traveling in that particular capacity because it's never easy to do and you're probably going to piss somebody off. But I mean, I've got no problem. I, I saw the video. Kids seem pretty happy. I mean, he was running around. He wasn't screaming, throwing stuff, knocking into people. He was just, like, trying the, to expel some energy. And I'm like, who cares? The shaking of the seat in front of the right. kid might be a little uh, a little uh, uncomfortable if you're the person in that seat. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's and it's one of those things where people are so quick to judge a situation. And let me tell you what. If you've been in one of those situations where, you know, you're, you're talking about it's like, that's not fair. Um, and it's difficult as enough as it is in certain situations. And so, I mean, just, you know, kind of take it easy. I, I reflect on the fact that, I, and just something lately here I've been wondering about is that uh, my, my mom took me to Europe when I was five to go visit my sister who was serving in the army. She was in Germany. So we're going to England uh, and, um, and up and through Europe a little bit. And I'm like, that's a long flight to have a five-year-old kid. Right. In like 1981. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and you were, you were talking about this. Uh, it is like, there's no screens. There's no game boys there's no nothing for all that time and i wonder you know just i feel bad my poor mom had had to have me by herself uh and i i can't even imagine what five-year-old me was doing on that plane for hours on maybe end. you were perfectly well behaved i maybe doubt it but yes i mean think about the way it is now where you have all these distractions and things to somewhat entertain children or any of us really and back in the day there was literally like newspapers that's what you had and the in-flight magazines were to keep kids and you occupied during ridiculously long travel so be thankful for those technological advancements for sure but you know i've i can think of two situations off the top of my head where i was traveling with the kids and it was a god dang nightmare one was jacks used to scream constantly like i mean and so like it, when his ears popped there was no way to stop him and he would get upset and it was a nightmare and we were traveling back from seattle and i remember having to tell everybody on the plane i'm so so sorry i wish i could fix this in some way i couldn't thankfully one of the flight attendants came around and literally picked him up and took him like walking through the aisles and he was perfectly happy which somehow solved that situation because i couldn't think of any way to do it so that was yeah. great but also like you know when you're on a flight with kids and you get delayed or there's some sort of nightmare again going into denver we had to fly around the airport for an extra hour and a half for whatever reason we were never <laughs> told but we 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 had to stay the in the situation right the and airport, the probably. kids were like they were great for the whole flight until like we were going nowhere for no reason and on the flight much longer than we had to be and then it turned into meltdown city but i, I sympathize i'll do whatever it takes to get my kids happy on an airplane and if that means running up and down the aisle as long as they're being respectful of others i, I don't see a problem with that but people uh freak out about it what are you gonna do I mean, nobody wants your, you know, little, you know, uh, ankle biter running around and being in your space if it's not yours. I yeah. get that, I suppose. But the alternative is that kid's probably sitting on his parents' lap screaming bloody murder. And which would you rather have? Yep. If the answer is none of it, I get it. But uh, that's never going to happen. Not in today's day and age. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions. They're happening next on the X Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. 
Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. More than just Subaru, they're the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore. And we have some VIP tickets for you. Uh, the lounge at the end of the universe. Always something going on. Music, comedy, art. They've got it all. And even satellite shows. We'll find out maybe this uh, coming Friday. But hey, we'll get you set up with these tickets. Uh, you can check out those events, by the way, at loungeboise.com. So if you want these tickets, which you can use at any time, they're good for any event, you just have to tune it in whenever you want to. Now will be the time to get on the phone, 208-287-1003, and play a little game called Bad Impressions, which works like this. Big J has three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, those tickets become your tickets. Let's go to the phones, get ourselves a contestant, and see what happens. Hello, the X. Yes, sir. Good morning, man. You're up first. Good luck to you. Hey, yo, Adrian. I have a very good clue with that one, but give me another one. Maybe Rocky will appear in a reality show. (laughs) I'm going to go with Sylvester Stallone. Thank God. Yeah, because Big J was reaching for a third clue in case he didn't get it. Listen, people, if you know it on the first clue, just say who it is. Oh, I disagree wholeheartedly. I love when they make you do all three. Uh, what? Why is Sylvester Stallone in the news? Uh, listen, you know, earlier, I mean, uh, it was probably like six, seven months ago, before, right before he was uh, about to go through a divorce, uh, there was a story about how there was going to be a reality show, mm-hmm. and uh, figured that was just smokescreen for a divorce. But no, there really is a reality show coming to Paramount uh, Plus, and uh, Stallone, uh, he's like, uh, he wasn't super... At the beginning, into it, he told ET Canada, I think, uh, why do I need to do this crap seriously? But the reason he's doing it is he wanted to spend more time with his family and give another view of just exactly what a superstar type of family might be because you might not think that it would be uh, what you think that it would be, I guess, if that makes any sense. Uh, he said he had to set parameters so that no one's going into the bathroom and watching you brush your teeth, etc. But uh, he enjoyed the actual aspect of it, and he wanted to get real with his daughters. He actually wanted to have footage of that. Um, and he also uh, he says he would love to have seen stars growing up like this. Oh, here's Brando at home making eggs and goofing around, that sort of thing. So uh, he also says that the Osbournes, for him, were probably one of the better reality shows out there. That MTV reality show that followed the family uh, life of of Ozzy. I think it's the first one that really hit it right as Ozzy Osbourne. He said he just didn't care. My dog craps on the floor. I'm not some superstar, and that's how he wanted to do it. So will you tune in? Yeah, why not? Let's see what the everyday life of uh, Sylvester Stallone is. Well, because it's not as everyday. As it. I mean, trust me, none of this stuff is... It's going to be like every other reality show, which is set up scenarios, and none of it's actually real. It's just got cameras in front of him. But, I'm not according to him. Uh, I know, but God bless him, but you know he's lying. Morning After with Nick... Nah. I mean, if that's the case, it'll be the first one. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> It's the latest in Red Hot Chili Peppers, tip of my tongue, wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J. It was an eventful Monday. Not only did we introduce you to the concept of Christmas movie catastrophe and the axes of Xmas, but we got our first qualifier. You'll have a couple more chances every single weekday to do that. It's happening at 6.30, 11.30, 4.30 here on the X. Got somebody else qualified for that UTV that we're giving away. Gave away some Bill Burr tickets. Got surprised with a brand new Metallica song today. 
My God, it was a busy Monday, and we even got Kerry King into the Bearded Badass Hall of Fame, so I would say not too shabby. Big J, that does leave you with the floor, however. Yeah, and on the, uh, that, I guess, the tail end of that Metallica thing is, uh, indeed, I am going to go go see the All Within My Hands acoustic show at the Microsoft Theater uh, in December. You're making it so, happen. Yeah. And what's the date on that? Uh, December 16th. That's very cool, man. Yeah. And that's the all acoustic performance kind yeah. of thing? Remember, but it's we not- couldn't get tickets. Yes. We're trying to give tickets. Tickets away. That's we couldn't right. even get tickets. Yeah, but see what happens when you throw your weight around a little bit. Big no, Jake? no, Hollywood Derek. And of course, uh, but that's like different from S and M, right? Because it's not like orchestral. It's yeah, just no, acoustic. It's just them playing acoustic. It's and it all raises money for their foundation, which is great. But yeah, they announced a new tour. Actually, plugged in in the round with Pantera and Five Figure Death Punch. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, all of twenty three and twenty four, Metallica will be on the road, hitting up football stadiums across the country. So yeah, it's going to be a pretty big show. Jason Drew's coming in next. I promise you, you'll hear that Metallica song throughout the day, and we will catch you tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.